it's not gigawatts. It's not megawatts. It's not JJ Watts. It's Chris, Chris Watts. Watts. This is the Stone, Stone Zone. Adam? Kevin? Chris Watts. What a great topic to cover. And one, not many have actually heard about it. It's, it, it slipped through the cracks a bit. It's, well, some, but not not a whole lot. This was a pretty big story. Yeah. Just a lot of people forgot because it's over. Right. He doesn't, he's not a serial killer, so it's not named in with all of them. Like, you're not going to find anything like you could find the death certificate on weird sites. You're not going to find anything about Chris no. Watts on there. Uh, I get that he hasn't killed multiple people. He hasn't had the triad of the three. Yeah, the McDonald's but, triad. Yeah. But... Big Mac, large fry, Dog Touch Pepper. <laughs> yeah. That's my McDonald's triad. Oh, uh, is that your McDonald's triad? I don't McDonald's have a McDonald's triad. triad. Oh, you don't? Because McDonald's is garbage and gross and nasty. And and there goes every listener we have. That's fantastic. Now we're also, talking to ourselves. there goes everything you've had in your bowels after you've eaten McDonald's. But it's so delicious. No, it's not. Yes, it is. But, so, I've first podcast. First podcast. Well, unless you're a future Patreon. Mm hmm. We had one. That's only unless you get the Patreon. Then you get our true, uncut episode. The first one we ever did on torture methods Ooh. of the Spanish Inquisition and the, Span- and the Salem Witch Trials. Oh, trust me, it'll leave you shocked, confused. More confused. A little happy. Not really. If you're stoned, if always you're stoned, happy. you just don't care. <laughs> It was, uh, let's just say, it was rough. It was not the best. Could be done, but it was, it's one of our first startup podcast episodes. So, you know, working the kinks out here and there. Kevin, what do you think, man? First podcast, this is going to be, this is it. We're going to choose between the two to see who makes it. This is the Super Bowl for the Stone Zone podcast. Torture methods. Oh, I'm going asshole. with Chris Watts all the way. We're going with Chris Watts. Oh, I'm going with Chris Watts all the way. I mean, <coughs> I love our first episode. I do, but it's just something that needs to be said after a lot of things. You know what I mean? I understand. I get what you're saying. I actually didn't hear a word you said. What did you say? 
I'm bouncing back and forth because I said that, you know, Chris Watts was something that should have been known on our first episode, but I was selfish and decided to take torture methods. I mean, I wanted to go a more gruesome episode for our first one than the, than this one, but it literally we literally just get selfish. I did find out on that episode we literally just tied up halfway to pretty much talking about a giant yo-yo. The strappy dough. Oh, the strappy dough. Yeah, it's just a human yo-yo. Oh, well. That's all it is. Once yeah. and go, up and down. That's all it is. Up for torture, down when you're dead. Yeah, I mean, there's no... Giant oh, yo-yo. you know what? You're good. Let's just let go. No. Oh, you're not a heretic yet? Mm, let's just keep going. Oh, you're not a heretic yet? Just keep cranking that wheel, big guy. You're going to go further and How, chill. My question is this. Was it the rich? Oh, that's the same on witch trials. So it was just the Spanish who believed everybody else were heretics. No, everyone. That's what well, they did. Everybody. Well, I mean, well, the question is, is did the they... The king and queen wanted a pure did they society. Kill, well, did they kill more of people in in their own country or outside the country? Inside. They killed more inside? I believe it was do you, less. Do you remember? No, inside was okay. less. Because you have to believe Spanish back then owned a lot of territory. It's not about it's not as much as they killed in the in the Salem Witch Trials, right? Oh. Oh, the no. Salem Witch Trials they killed more, correct? Even the number I said dwarfed the number of people that uh the Spanish Inquisition Tortured and killed, and the Spanish Inquisition was part of the Salem Witch Trials for two of the trials and tortures and death. Yeah, well, I mean, getting off that subject, because you know, you'll you'll hear it. You will. You know, later on, if this podcast does take off, I don't think there's nobody listening, so it doesn't really matter. But what we were just talking not too long ago, you know, we were talking about how Kevin here believes Chris Watts is a serial killer. Mm. I think he's full of shit. Here's the thing: is I believe he's in he's a he's not, type of serial killer, though. He's not. He's not a serial killer. Because he's killed different age ranges. So? Different burial sites. But it's not multiple different And he blamed... He didn't blame... Someone else for the crime. Okay. But he killed that person. The trifecta. It's not a trifecta. Where do you get this trifecta from? From what I just said. So you, so you came up with that trifecta. Oh, I did. So this is your personal. This okay. is the first, I, you know what, I only that. trifecta. Listen, different age ranges, okay. Different burial sites. I mean, and you blame someone else for the entire murder. That's a trifecta. You're a serial killer. You're a serial killer. I'm sorry. Can you Actually, say... no, I'm not sorry. You're garbage. 
mean, I don't think you were speaking to him as a person anyway, so. No, I was speaking in general. If you do that, question, you're garbage. Hold on, question. Would you rather be able to survive in the ocean or survive in space? Ocean. I'd last longer. You can survive in both. Lasting long is not... Alright, mm. say you have... You're immortal. No, no rules. The no vacuum rules. of space sucks out all the air out of your body. But you can survive. No, you can't. And the question... You can't survive in the ocean either. You will last longer in the ocean than you will in space. You're not space turns you to a flash mummified corpse. You're not hearing the question. Would you rather survive in space or the ocean? Would you rather be able to survive in the space or ocean. the ocean? You can survive in both. Nothing hurts you. Ocean. Like right now. You like say you're above Earth's atmosphere and this is what you're like. Hmm. Or you're thirty thousand feet in the ocean. In the ocean. You still want the ocean. Water. If I was immortal and I could survive, I'm going to space. Because, mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, sooner or later, I'm going to hit something. Yeah. Or Mostly a black hole. I mean, flat or a dire star. be like, you didn't leave uh, anywhere. You didn't go nowhere. There's uh, no, There is no space. No. You went to hell. You they went don't away believe from God's creation. And... Because you went away from God's creation, you went to hell. So space is just hell. For flat earthers, hell yeah it is. Well, they don't believe there's a space, though. No, they believe that. They don't believe in anything except that the earth is flat. No, they do believe more the than just that. Is, is. Well, no, yeah, I mean, it is. It's, it's complete and utter nonsense. But... My mother dropped them on too many times on the pavement. Yeah, no, uh, Fire Anthers, they believe that the stars and space is an illusion created by the devil. Because if you believe in aliens and anything like that, and the stars and all that, that's taking you away from God's creation. I understand, but. If That's what I'm saying. If you go into, into space, you're in hell for a flat earther. The greatest, I, I'm just glad that no flat earther is in the space program or the government because I'm pretty sure... I if we wish had that our vetting process was the same as NASA. But, so you're going with, you're going with the ocean. I'm going with the ocean because... I mean, I guess you could get I to love see everything. Around water yeah, you turn into a mermaid, pretty much. Yeah, I do. A little mermaid. I'm a pretty fast swimmer for a fat dude. What's your name? Ariel? Torpedo. Ariel. Speedo. Castro. Fidel. I wonder if they were ever related. Fidel Castro and Ariel Castro? Yeah. No. I wonder... Well, actually, you know what? The Castro they family, could be. Yeah, it could be. Because, I mean, Mets... He'll, both people that we're going to do in time. Everything we've talked about so far is what we're going to be doing. 
Oh, yeah. But let's get back to it. Kevin <laughs> is a, Kevin believes that, yeah, we've got way off. We went way, way off the deep end. A new type of serial killer. He's not a serial killer. I believe that he could be considered a new type of serial killer, yeah. And I believe you need to be medically looked after. Oh, I Because that's, a, that's just I was nonsense. medically looked after right next to you. That's nonsense. It's it's just nonsense. He's not a serial killer. What's a serial killer? How many body counts? Does I would have to say three or more, but it, you know, I would have to say three or more. Before but the FBI gets involved for a serial killing, it has to be three or more. They actually really don't get involved a whole lot, like not a whole lot, unless it crosses state lines. Generally, they let them handle that because it, that then it becomes a federal crime. Murder kind of stays within its own jurisdiction. They might call the FBI for some tips and help, but they don't generally get involved unless you know you're crossing so state lines. FBI analyst. Yeah. On serial killers. The study of them. <laughs> Speak up, man. Some of these people can't hear you. Well, the study of serial killing was done by the FBI on Ed Camper, and it was their mental capacity, their mental trauma, their history, their abuse towards animals, their signatures. Okay, so where are you getting to, Kevin? What I'm saying is, serial killers have a type. Serial killers have a pattern. Not all of them do because, as we know, of a few that saw this mold and decided, let's break it. But he doesn't fit in any of them. Because here's the thing. Mm. For me, a serial killer has to kill, a, like, dip from, like, move from one to the next to the next. And he was killing... I get it that he decided, you know what, I want to end their lives. Spoiler alert, thanks. Oh, Keep going, was Kevin. They wanted to end their lives. Keep going, Kevin. Spoiler alert, at the end of this, it's pretty obvious. So, just be prepared. Yeah. I mean, the guy we're going to talk about, he, I mean, it is what it is. You know, I don't believe he's a serial killer. At all. I do. Only just because of a few different things. But, you know what, Adam? I think there is a, there is a question you've been wanting to ask me for a very long time. Fuck, Mary kill. This are not people. These are not things you know. Well, you might know them, but they're not people. So it's, fuck, Mary kill, what are we talking about? 90s rock stars. Oh, okay. All right, we're going with Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger was Prince. earlier. Uh, Prince was earlier too. They still were working in the nineties, right? I'm not saying they had to have started in the nineties. Yeah, I was gonna say they, they were big in the nineties, like fifteen years earlier. They were big in the nineties. They were. They big were both because big the they were well known in the nineties. But they were still big. They were still putting out records. Who's the dude? 
Rick rolled. Rick Ross. Then Rick rolled. I gotta find that video for you, I guess. Look him up. This dude? William Leonard Roberts? Rick Roll. Oh, Rick Roll. Oh. At least a Rick Ross. Yeah, now, even on Facebook podcast, you can't get away from this fucking garbage. Oh, here we go. No, you don't. <laughs> Alright, so... <laughs> okay, Mick Jagger, Rick Roll. Mm. Oh, Prince. Okay, well, I'm killing Rick Roll. <laughs> You're a monster. That man's a national I'm marrying Prince, and I'm fucking Mick Jagger. No, wait, no, you know what? I'm fucking Prince, and I'm mm, marrying Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Why? Because Mick Jagger has more money. <sighs> Mick, Jagger's got, Mick Jagger's got the moves. Mick Jagger's got the style. Well, so does Prince. Prince beat fucking uh, one of the Murphy brothers and his friends in basketball. That's fucking cool. Well, they never thought he could play basketball. They they were just like, well, this is fucking strange. If Prince went up against Mick Jagger, I guarantee you he'd lose. I don't think that's completely true. And music? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Prince, I mean have you ever heard Purple Rain? Yeah. I Purple have. Rain's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. That's why I'm fucking Prince and marrying Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger has more money. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, we'll have to look that up. That is not uh, accurate at the moment because we don't know the we don't know the we don't know those numbers, folks. No, we don't. You want me to pack your bowl, dude? Hell yeah. Oh, can you grind some up? It's right next to oh, you, dude. Yeah, it's right next to you, Kevin. Um, oh, it's my turn. Shit, fuck. So, who am I? Mick Roll, Prince, or Mick Jagger? That voice, uh, though. I think I would have to. I think I would fuck Rick Roll. Mm. Kill Mick Jagger and marry Prince. Uh, I, I like. I have. A, I have a thing for the dark. Dark meat. Uh, I just want to. I just want. I would have him literally sing that song like twenty four seven, like all the time. Purple rain. No, 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 no. We, me and Prince, we sleep together. We don't really touch each other. It's just a an intellectual marriage. You know, we're just sitting there talking. Oh, I, so I, I want to pick his brain. You never do those. Fuck, marry, kill. Yeah. I, I, so I gonna who marry are you marrying? Are you marrying Prince? Yeah, I, I did oh, already okay. say it. I was going to oh. fuck Rick Roll, marry Prince, and kill Mick Jagger. How you gonna kill him? How you gonna kill Mick Jagger? How? How are you gonna kill Mick Jagger? With the power of my words. Mick Jagger, I killed you. Oh. Dead. I married you, Prince. That's that. Say, I do. Works? I do. You see, Rick Rick. was a one hit wonder. That's the best fucking Mick Jagger's a fucking legend. I don't care. How I killed him. fucking dare you? I killed him. You're no longer my twin brother. Uh, 
biologically, biologically, I have to acknowledge you as my twin brother right now, but mm, right now, it's really hard. It's really hard. I bet you it's hard for Mick Jagger and then Rick Roll. It's really hard for Mick Jagger because he's ice cold. When you die, you go stiff. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? You said you would kill Mick Jagger. You said, oh, yeah, it's pretty But hard. he's not dead in yours, is he? In yours, he is. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but I was, I'm I was talking about yours. yours. I was talking about yours. I, well, God, it looks like we were both talking about each other's. I mean, it looks like, I mean, we would... You would fuck Rick Roll, even though yeah. I'd kill him. You would marry Prince. I just want to know what he knows, man. He seems like a mysterious dude, and I want to know what's up. See, I'd marry Mick Jagger. And why, Prince? Man, the dude is ugly as sin. Like, that's not even a trophy wife. He is a trophy wife. It's his money. It, then he's not a trophy. You're not showing him off. Sorry. You're, you're keeping. You're keep, you're literally keeping Jagger in the house. Who has more name recognition? All three of them. I don't. Rick Rolls. Who I actually had to look up. Prince Mick Jagger. Mm. I wonder how many kids nowadays are like, "Who the fuck is Mick Jagger?" Because I'll tell you what, they all know that fucking song. It was a DFT, and I and it sold for thousands. That song literally sold for thousands. Or no. Wait, it was Charlie Bit My Finger. And I was thinking somebody should. Rick Roll should sell that as a DFT and then take it back. <laughs> and like, pretty much just pop that on there. <laughs> you know the rules. And so. Kind of how like Michael Jackson did with the Beatles. What? Oh, do you not know that? Probably not. Michael Jackson owns all the rights to the Beatles. Oh no, ninety percent of the rights to the Beatles. Well, who owns the other half? Paul McCartney owns five percent. That's not true. Look it up. I, I I choose not to believe that. And then, do you know how he got it? What? He convinced the Beatles to throw their shit out on public domain to gain more money. And you could buy up people's stuff that's on public domain. Once Paul McCartney and all them threw their music out on the public domain, you know who hit them up faster than White on Rice? Who? Michael Jackson. So Michael Jackson owns the Beatles. Calm down. Owns serious. the Beatles. It's great. It's, it's not great. great. Why not? Why do you want Michael Jackson to own the Beatles? I don't want them to. The fact that it's and it's not already rights. It's just a share in the name. I bet. Cause, look it up. Uh, Shaq. You look it up, dude. Prove to me. Burden of proof is on you. Because I can tell you right now, Shaq has come out and said, hey, who owns who owns Adidas? Or whatever. He's like got name record, like bought name, naming, or not naming rights, but named rights 
to like my I think what I want to say was Madonna. <coughs> I have to look that up, but <coughs> oh, that's yours, bro. Kevin, it's yours. Oh, and then sit down. Did you take a hit out of that? I did. Let me get the green hit out of that then. Well, you handed it to me. I mean, I, I want to call that a. I want to. I want to call that an interception. You know, you unwillingly handed it to me unknowingly. And I. But inter- you knew. And I intercepted your green hit. That's pretty fucked up, man. So, all right, let's move on. 90s moms. All right. Jill Taylor. Deb Barone. Lisa Landry. Pretty fiery people. One's married to a sports writer. A crazy, ridiculous, retarded construction worker. And fuck, I, I'm drawing a blank on Lisa Landry. I want to say step by step. Hold on, what is the name of that? Lisa Landry. Okay. Anybody listening right now is just like, you fucking morons. Yeah, we gotta we have to look this up, guys. I I did look her up for it. I just can't. I'm drawing a blank on who she's she is. She's a comedian. Lisa Landry? L-I-S-A. Yeah, she was also a mom. D-R-Y, Landry. Yeah, she was also a mom in the 90s. Comedian, stand-up comedy. She's not, it's not a real name. Lisa Landry was the character's name. Do you not Lisa know? Lisa Landry is an American comedian and actress and writer. Uh, Lisa Landry grew up in Harvey, Louisiana. Her mother served in the United States Navy and was often stationed in other countries, leaving Lisa and her little brother for months at a time to be raised by their father and grandparents. Landry is Cajun. Stop talking. Lisa Landry is the mother of the 90s sitcom... Sister, sister. Wrong Lisa Landry. I I was telling you that. So Lisa Landry. I was looking at all these. Deborah Barone. Jill Taylor. And I don't remember. I don't know who any of these are. Tool time. Everyone loves Raymond. Sister, sister. Okay, who's tool time? Jill Taylor. Okay, so the wives. Oh, Jesus. They're wives. They're moms. It's 90s Okay, moms. I'm killing uh, Lisa Landry. I am marrying... Uh, so you're killing Lisa Landry. One of the sexier ones out of the list. I'm marrying Miss Tool Time. Okay. And I'm I think fucking right. everyone's loves Raymond. I'm sorry. I am. Uh, so you're... Alright, so who are your... Who's on your list again? Because you just named the shows. I forgot their fucking names. They're right here, bro. Okay, dude. Uh, 
I'm killing Miss Landry. I am marrying Jill Taylor, and I'm marrying Deb Barone. You're fucking Deb Barone. You forgot the damn game. God damn it. You're you're fucking Deb Barone. Oh, I am. Fucking. You're marrying Jill Taylor. Oh yeah. And you're killing Lisa Landry. Without I'm so out a doubt. And I'm so glad we finally got you there, Kevin. <laughs> Without a doubt. And you still didn't even say their names on your list. You're just, you're just... No, I didn't. No, you did, man. <laughs> I I'm gonna go with I will kill Jill Taylor. What? How are you gonna kill the wife of twelve times? How how are you doing this? Because I'm pretty sure she's a Michigan fan. Even then. I know she's married to one, so she could be a super hostage. Guilty by association. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Deb Barone. I could go either way with the last two. So you could either I fuck think I'm her gonna Deb or you I'm gonna I'm her? gonna marry Lisa Landry because she seems a little bit so you're killing Deb? No, I'm killing Jill Taylor. Oh, that's right. So you're fucking... I'm fucking Oh, dead. okay. So we, we agree on one thing. We agree on one thing. We agree on one thing. Okay. Hey, you know what? High fives. We agree on one thing. I mean... Okay. okay. I, 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 it's actually... It's actually... Uh, well, let me finish. It's... I'm sorry. It's my turn to speak. It's... um. So I'm killing Jill just on the basis that, you know, the other two are hotter. Than her. I mean, she's a good-looking woman. But if I had to see any of the other... Uh, if I had to choose two out of the three to see naked, Jill's probably not not getting on that list. No. No. She gets married because... I mean, she's a good house... She's a good She's a good mother. She she's is. a great mom. She is. Like, out of all three of them... I know. I'm sorry. She has shit... She, but I mean, she will stand by you when you almost kill yourself. So, I mean, at least I don't plan on killing myself. That's why Lisa I'm okay Landry with won't. marrying Lisa Landry. Well, I don't plan on killing myself half the time. So, well, I don't think Tim did either. I mean, if you had, she'll still stand by you. Jill will. Well, yeah, but Lisa won't. I so. Mean, I'm just saying. But I can always go cry. I can always go bury my sorrows, you know, in a bottle of whiskey and the belly of Deb Barone. I get to cuck uh, Ray Barone. Oh, I'm not cucking him. He doesn't get to go in the room at all. Like, he has to listen outside. That's the kind of bull I am. Is... I wonder if, I mean, he is kind of like a, a sad, he's a sad man. A sports writer? I mean, when he whines, he's pretty fucking sad. Yeah, he's, he's a, a favored son of, he's course a he whines when he he's, a, he's whiny. So, yeah. I mean, I, I would have to cut his younger brother. I would have to. He would have to stand up. Well, I mean, is well, it actually Robert is the older brother. Yeah, he's the younger. Raymond brother. is the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I understand. I mean, he's whiny. So, but is it cucking mm-hmm. if he's not in the room? I would like someone to tell. Yeah. Me. Still cucking if he can hear it. Still cucking. Is it? If he's not in the room, if he's not in the audience, 
sex. It's just sex. Yeah. Cock and the uh, husband has to be in the immunity area. He has to hear it. He has to see it. All right. Well, moving on. So one, one has to go. Or one. Only one has to go. Yes. That's the name of the game. So one can I just to... pick Lisa Landry right now and just toss her off the island? Well, we're not talking about her. Fuck. Anime, beer, and oh, no. Oh, no. No. One's got to go. I'll give you mine so you can have some time, a quick second to think. It's Please. Anime. Oh, God. Uh, you're, oh, and you're the only one who remembers it. For me, that's fine because I'll, I will forget that ever. I forget that exists half the time, so. Anime's mm. gone. Sorry, kids. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Uh, not sorry. Wow. It's just horrible. Just, um, it's just horrible. Just Kevin, uh, what a, I just, I, I just want to ask one question before we go to me. I, uh, I deny your claim. Kevin, our Turner. childhood. Uh, I believe there was an anime that you and me both grew up on. What was it? Oh, 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 fallacy. Yeah, right. Dragon Ball Z, bitch. It's a fallacy. It's, there's no proof. It's. I was there. I was. We watched the Cell games together. You motherfucker. Is that a, is that a new uh, is that a new <laughs> Olympic sport? Mm. The Cell games. Is mm. that a, is that a new like inline? You know, like 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 uh, skateboarding, rollerblading, bicycling. <sighs> well, 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 yeah, custom biking. Yes. Up, up ramps and hills, so it's Cell games. So this is like done on the computer. Like, I could it be a part of this. It is part of the computer. I would be champion and fuck that dude up, whoever's... Be just as cool as water. As water. <laughs> oh! So, I don't understand uh, For my choices? Yes. What, uh, anime going to? Are you getting ready to anime? You're getting ready to <laughs> anime, hard. aren't you? Yeah, you are. <laughs> It's between you can forget it. Anime and beer, like I mean, mm. it's not like you really hurt anybody. Really, 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 kill the one for the many. I uh, I plead the fifth, guys. I do apologize, but not I can't make a choice. You're gonna have to. I need to have all three in my life. You were gonna have to get rid of one. Remember one, but it's gone. You can't find it. You can't create it. Even if you try and create anime, it disappears. What? Yeah. Yep. What anime has disappeared? Oh, anime in my world's disappeared. It's gone. Dragon Ball is still alive. Anime's gone. It's a, the game, Kevin. Here we go again. Let's bring you back to it. You almost burned your damn finger. <laughs> Getting close to burning yourself, bro. Well, I have a large ass fucking burn on my wrist, so. Stop stalling! Answer the question, good sir. Inquiring minds would like to know. Beer. Oh. And there goes everybody else. Hello? 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 Does anybody still listen? Hello? Test. Let me ask you something. Marco. How many people has anime killed? Living cells? Living souls, yes. Millions. It's the number one killer of brain cells. 
I could hear. I can hear the crowd. <laughs> oh my god, you you literally chose that path. Oh, oh my god. Can I get a cigarette off of you? I would love for you to continue down this path. Keep going. So the brain cells. I can hear the collective anger, anguish mm. of all the anime fans. Just. It's like. In the Bible, when God was talking to Moses, and he said, I can hear the screams of my people. I can hear the screams of your people, Kevin. And they're glorious. I feed off of them right now. Oh, that's right. That's right, basement nerds. <laughs> Weep for me. Don't worry, there's more than they know. Oh, man. So, Kevin's getting rid of beer. Getting rid of anime. Somebody the weed will always remain. The weed will always stay. Yep, that's right. Welcome to the STEM Zone. And, speaking of somebody, that could have used a lot of weed. Oh, my God. So, Adam, what you got for us today? Today we're going to be talking about the Watts family from Frederick, Colorado, which I was 15 minutes away from. Really? Mm -hmm. Where were you at? Denver. Wait, is Denver 15 minutes away no. from Frederick? How no. far is Denver from? I'm not sure. They say it's like... About an hour away. Sometimes oh. in the park, in the different. I I want to say I don't think it was that close. Well, I don't when, believe it was that close. When I was at a gas station in Denver, Colorado, we had stopped there because my traveling buddy, he had a friend, a really good friend in Colorado, who smoked weed, drank beer, kind of like us. So I was like. Fuck yeah. I was the supervisor. So I was like, fuck yeah. Let's got some fun. So the story made not only national headlines, but some of this is going to come from the New Zealand Herald. Uh, it made national news. It was pretty big. There was a lot of, lot of eyes on this case. And I, mm. I, I mean... I gotta, I gotta wonder, why? Why did this make headline news? None of them were really famous. Dude was an operator for an oil company, and she just... She worked as a traveling period? salesman for some company. What was the time period? Like, what? 2010? 2018? 2010, 2018. So, we're talking maybe five to 13 years ago. Even then, they were building the narrative of what? liberals. The liberals were building the narrative. What? What's? What are you talking about? What narrative? They're two white people. Yeah. Okay. Every narrative has to have a distraction. So let's throw this out. You're going to have to come up with some proof of that. Because right. I don't believe right. that. Right. 
That's, I will. I, and in the famous words of John, sorry, Ron Burgundy, and I don't believe you. I don't believe you. Mm. But to continue on, born May 16th, 1985, to Ron and Cindy Watts in Spring Lake, North Carolina. My favorite state. Chris Watts was, growing up, he was pretty shy. Pretty mm. much stuck to himself. Uh, you know, he was, played some sports here and there. Yeah. Yeah. But more or less, he was a shy, intelligent kid. Loving parents. You know, this is one of those murders that's not in the triad. Like most people weird. would think. But that's the serial killer triad, not actual killer triad. Like, can I, uh, like, we have probably a worse upbringing than this dude. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm divorced. And just baffles me. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reserve our judgments. Continue. For, we will reserve later. our judgments. I'm pretty sure y'all know mine. <clears throat> Growing up, like I said, played some sports. Never really got into trouble. Pretty intelligent kid. Um, has a sister named Jamie. She's seven years older than her. She's not really seven years older than him. <sighs> yes. I think she moved away. Oh, oh no, okay. she was back and forth in the house, you know, with mom and dad. Um, and we'll see a little bit later, you know, yeah, that's just not who Chris was. Right. Ronnie, dad, worked as a parks, as a parks manager for Ford. So wait, uh, like a parks manager? For pretty much just the business, like the, he he managed a couple of different Ford dealerships. Oh, okay. So like he was the head honcho on eh, two different places. Say, I guess. I think so. Okay. It's hard. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I wasn't able to really find out what that meant. I know they said it, but a lot of the different documentaries and th- places I went to look it, up really didn't explain it very well. And if they did, you could barely understand what they were saying. Like, they said it and just blew past it. Oh. So, okay. but Cindy, she worked as the secretary at the dealership and as a notary. Oh. She would sell cars time to time, but so, not really. She was a secretary mostly. But she would sell some of the cars if need be. Oh, okay. So, she was the dealer. And he was Fish. the face. No, he, she was a secretary. I mean... She was the secretary. Did that she sell it. more cars than him? No, I said she sold them from time to time and if needed. Okay. He was he was the manager. Well, he, yeah, I mean, he sold, he sold more cars than she did. Hey, you know what? My managers don't. Or if we're it. wrong, we're wrong. You know. Okay. But moving on, Dad was Dad was he was verbally disciplinary, but not. Physically? No. He nothing bad. He oh, just so he, didn't he was his stern. Ass? He was stern, but nothing too crazy. So how's everybody talking like pretty much what? like your typical dad that didn't spank his children. They were just stern. You know, just Don't fucking do that. 
pretty much you little fucking idiot. I don't think he was cussing at him though. Not uh not to my investigation he Well, Pine Forest High School, two thousand and three, his teacher John Duty. Yep. And Wait a you guys a please, little bit of time. please say that name again. John Duty. So that's his teacher? That's his teacher in high school. Mr. Duty. I have to use the restroom. Mr. Duty, I have to take a duty. <laughs> I have to leave a duty. He said he was one of his best students, had a pagenic memory, extremely smart. Told Chris if I ever had a student who was going to be super, super successful, uh, it would be you. Watts was aspiring at the time to become a NASCAR crew chief, but ended up deciding to work for Anadarko Oil, which is out in uh, Colorado. Yes. I I did see where when he moved there. I wonder. I think I get into it later. So his teacher says that he could be what again? If he if he had to choose between all of his students who was going to be super successful, it would be Chris. Mm. I wonder if he Darko Oil is Anna, actually a very successful company. And Anna Darko Oil, and I'm not Anna Darko, but I mean, I didn't know them until now, so. But it's an oil com it's an oil rig company, so I mean fuck, I don't even know what the one down here is in, in fucking Hanoverton. Or not Hanoverton, between Hanoverton and Salem. I wanna see yeah, there's one out there. Mm -hmm. On Route Nine. The ones that stay at the uh Lisbon Inn? No, the Lisbon Inn is going out towards Rogers. Well I know that, but and there are a lot of oil companies is. that actually stay out there. They might. I mean, they know, might have a, well, I've seen their trucks as I go in and out of, I, I understand, but I don't know if they stay there. Getting into his, uh, would be soon to be wife, Shanann Ruzek Watts. She was born January 10th, 1984, in Pasick, New Jersey. Parents Frank and Sandra Rusek, brother Frankie Rusek. It's not really clear when they moved to Aberdeen, North Carolina from Jersey, but I've seen it, you know, around 1999. Like when we were nine years old? Yes. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. Continue. <laughs> I don't know if that was a flex or not, but okay. A total flex on the fact that we're 32, well, 33. Okay. At the age of 14, she started her freshman year at uh, Pinecrest High School, which the school itself, pretty forward. It's not your standard for, you know, standard uh, curriculum of just science. So, you know, the regular science, history, math, English, that, you know, the Homac mm -hmm. High School. It, it had, you know, camera developing mm -hmm. classes. It was a big... It was so a, like multimedia. It was uh, a big talk. It was a, it was a big drama school. Mm, okay. So, like, my kind of crew. Yes. The drama class that she was a part of was winning at the regional level, which is how good they were. Oh, okay. It was uh, here. You know, she enrolled and tried out for the beginning theater class, like I said before. It was the class that 
you know, gave her the confidence to branch out. She didn't have a whole lot of friends when she first moved there, obviously, but you know, she was well, through this class. She was able to make friends quickly. Her teacher, a quote from her teacher, Mr. Francis, she was a very insecure young lady with not a lot of friends when I met her. She did not have a good sense of self-image of herself, but she allowed herself to join the beginning drama group, which she found out that she was better suited backstage with the lighting and the. Mm-hmm. Stage work. She considers herself a backstage kind of person. Kind of like I didn't theater until I in junior and yeah, and change. So yeah, for me, she had like I said, she'd become real close with her teacher in a mentor role. Uh, later on, mm-hmm. becomes more of a as she gets older, you know, more of a friend role. Right. Uh, she did have two friends that she was really close with. Colby Cruz and Claire Littlejohn, they both would agree she was the mother hen of the group. Like, she took care of everybody. Cody was? No. Shanann. Shanann. Oh, okay. Yeah, she was the mother hen of the group out of the three. Mm, okay. So, you know, it was pretty much that watching out for each other, you know, always, always checking in on you. Mm-hmm. She did wonderfully at this new school with her drama class, winning state with an original with the original play, Maximum Capacity. In her senior year, she got married to a gentleman named Leonard King. In 2002 to 2003, again, not one of those that I really couldn't find about, and it ended and it ended five years later. Oh, why? Um. I want to say maybe it was just due to uh, they drifted apart. Again, one of those that I really couldn't find a lot about. Lack of connection. Yeah, it's not the yeah. way, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. It happens. Something. Yeah, but I mean, I couldn't find out. It's not really a big part of the story, so, like, it wasn't a big deal. Right. Um, with the 07 divorce, you know, Shan, she moved to Charlotte, where she attended Queens College for psychology. Mm, back in, Nor- in, into North Carolina. It's her first time going in? Or no? no, Aberdeen. She lived in Aberdeen. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, second time coming in? No, she lived in Aberdeen already. She moved to Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't leave. Oh, oh my gosh. She never left. This is the stone zone, guys. Yep. Sometimes I gotta ask questions just to keep myself up. It happens. And sometimes I've gotta lead them to water. It's gonna, you're gonna hear it a lot. But trust me, this horse will drink. (laughs) Yeah, 30,000 gallons, huh, Kevin? But anyways. So... She's still in my favorite state, North Carolina. Hmm. Yeah, she is. Moved from Aberdeen to where again? She moved from Aberdeen to North Carolina. I'm sorry, not to North Carolina. Apologize. To Charlotte. Charlotte. Okay, so the main city, Charlotte. Okay. One of the bigger cities, Charlotte. Yes. She never left North Carolina. It's the big city. It's the main city. It's the capital. Yeah, she never left North Carolina. At no. all. 
she studied psychology there. I think she later described the divorce as awful and took a lot, especially financially, which in turn she had to start over. Oh. Okay. Well, that must have been part of that. Like, wow. Welcome to Do Not Pass Go. Do not collect your $200. <laughs> and you start out with zero once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to beginning of... So I guess it when wasn't mutual, especially since she said she was drained. Maybe, well, I mean, it could also mean that, you know, they had to hire a lawyer. They split they had all to the hire money lawyers. and all the money went to lawyers and she's saying she has to start all over again. Yeah, I mean, that tells me that, you know, maybe it was mutual, but the lawyers were part, were the big part that it was bad. You know, not having, maybe not having a lot of money in high school. So, here's just the weird thing. Like, where does she meet him? Or am I, am I skipping, am I skipping too far ahead? Leonard King? No, Chris. I'm, I'm oh, sorry. yeah, you're skipping ahead. Oh, sorry. Because, I mean, we're still, still on Leonard. So, oh, what would have happened if she would have just stayed with Leonard? There's the million dollar, one of the million dollar questions. Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pace yourself, big guy. I had to clear it. All right, so we're in North Carolina. She's going to Queens for psychology. Mm -hmm. Ends up, so she does, she ends up like, I apologize, guys. I don't know if she, I believe she did. She did graduate. I want to say she did graduate, maybe with a psychology degree, or she. I can't remember. If I fucked this up, I apologize. Whatever. She ends up moving to Colorado, building her own brick mansion with a three hundred and nine thousand dollar loan. The house sat. And over he, the house sat overlooking Lake Wiley. Like I totally forgot that she actually went out and built her own house from her family's money. Yeah, well, no, she got a loan, and then she sold the house pretty quickly. Yeah, wasn't it the loan from the money for the loan was from her family, and then she sold. No, the she house got. I can't remember the bank, but she got it from a bank. And then you have to have some kind of money to, because I've never, I've never taken out a loan, okay? So, what I always thought was you had to give money in to get money out. I mean, again, something I'm not, I didn't look into. Uh, I couldn't find. Have you ever taken a loan out? Yes. So, how do loans work? Payday loans, you just go in and tell them you would like to take out a loan, they give you the cash generally. Unless there is a small down payment, but I've never had to pay a down payment for payday loans. Where? Cash advance. Mm. Um, a lot of the online payday, payday sites. So, continuing through... House was complete. You know, she's doing very well for herself. 
She took a lot of pictures. She was big on Facebook. I'll tell you that. Smoke coffee. Yeah, she was big on Facebook. But here comes tragedy. Oh, Her sign of tragedy. She gets diagnosed with lupus. Mm. Mm. She said that... What the fuck is that? Lupus? Yeah, is that like... Is like werewolf shit? No, Kevin. Your ex-wife had lupus. <coughs> oh, that's what she did. Yeah, she did. I get very high. Oh, very stupid. That's very hurtful. That is very hurtful. Sorry. Trust me. When you wonder why your balls hurt in the morning tomorrow, you'll know why. So, yeah, let's lupus. Yeah, let's just fly past that. Lupus is an autoimmune disease. You can look completely fine, but feel absolutely horrible. I looked into this. There's like three forms. There's biologic, uh, genetically. There's um, genetic, bio, uh, biological, and uh, heredit- not hereditary because hereditary is genetic. No. One of genetic them. is different from, her, from hereditary. And by, actually, yeah. Genetic, biological, hereditary. No. The genetic is through your genes. Which would be the same as your parents. Biological would be through your... <sighs> it could just... I, I'm not sure the third one. I know there's genetics. Or the middle one, the second one. I can't remember the second one, but I know one of them is drug-induced. A drug-induced lupus? Yep. What the fuck? Probably a mix of LSD, coke, and heroin. Oh, shit. But it's an autoimmune disease. Like I said, you can look perfectly fine, but feel absolutely like trash. Yeah. She said due to that fact, a lot of her friends... It's not clear if Claire or Cody are, are a part of this. But she said she lost a lot of friends due to this because what? they'd be yeah they'd be like you look perfectly fine what do you mean you feel sick you look great you know and I, I, I'm pretty sure it was the point where they were like hey you want to go out and she's like I just don't feel good you know and they're like right, oh, okay yeah, maybe she's bullshitting, just bullshitting us but she wasn't oh poor girl yeah. So, and then here comes Chris. Oh, motherfucker. So, wait a minute. What has Chris been doing? Just working at Anadarko Oil. Like I said, I'm not sure when he moved to... Nor- to. Oh, I I apologize. He I lived when... in Colorado. No, he lived in North Carolina. Or in North Carolina, somewhere. I think he was still trying to become the pit crew dude. Oh, okay. And they got married. And the moved. pit crew manager. Yeah, for NASCAR. Um... So, one of their mutual friends sent uh, Shannon, 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 I'm sorry, that's, that's Chicago, <laughs> Shannon, the, hey, why don't you talk to this guy, you're single, he's single, you know, why don't, why don't you guys talk? So, it's like a friend of friend, like, hey, you know what, this mutual guy's single, friend. you're single. Yeah, mutual friend. Yeah, let's see what's going on. Yeah. But for a while, you know, Shanann was like, no, you know, no, I'm good. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't want to talk. No, I'm not. I'm good. 
you know, after a while, a lady with class, I like it. You know, she said, you know, she said she just doesn't, she's not ready. Lupus had just, she just kind of got lupus, so she's just not really feeling it. She's not looking for another rejection. Well, she's just not looking to jump into anything with this new diagnosis. Right. It's like if you get diagnosed with cancer, you don't want to be out in the dating scene. Hey, by the way, I got cancer. (laughs) Right. Not saying lupus is cancer. Just saying as an example. In 2010, she gets a message from Chris. You know, and now she's like, all right, all right, fuck it. Let's talk. You know, she replied back. You know, she said taking a chance, taking a chance with Chris and me having lupus. He stuck around with her through the lupus while they were dating and stuff. You mm-hmm. know, he really took care of her, understood her. Wow. Really, really, you know, connected with her. Not that okay. he had it, but he was supporting her through it. He didn't know what she was what she was going through, but he was still there for her when she needed him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, you know what? I, I that, I commend this dude. You know, for right now, you know, <sighs> and you know, after it's two so years cool. of dating, you know, they tied the knot. Two um, years. October third, yeah, October third, twenty twelve. Okay. You know, they started dating in twenty ten, and then a little bit after a few year, a couple years, they got married. She said he was the best, best thing that ever happened to her. You know, loved her, took care of her, you know, just doing all around good guy. And so far, you know, he's a good guy. You know, he's he, he, he was a really good guy by all of his friends, family, her, her friends, her family. You know, he was a great guy. He's quiet, but still a good guy. Really good guy, everybody said. I mean, he, uh, apparently he is a really good guy from what Adam keeps saying. He's said it about 12 times. I know. I mean, but that's a really fucking good guy. You'll you'll see later that it's, yeah, this comes up a lot. This comes up a lot. So it's the knight in shining armor act. Uh, no, he was just, I believe at first he was, he was in love with her. After a year of happy marriage together, so three years together, uh, they ended up moving to to Frederick, Colorado. Okay, so they're in Colorado. Yeah, and so her house she didn't build in Colorado. She built that in North Carolina. So she built North Carolina, left it, and sold him. She did sell it. What? Could I buy it from the... From the newest owners. It's probably half a million dollars now. If she took out a $309,000 loan to build this brick mansion, this like, and it was a big house. Like, it was big. Good but I could house. buy it and turn it into a bunch of different apartments. But, it, okay, well, I mean, why would you? Oh, Lord have mercy. That's money, right? Not on a $300,000 house. I'm just kidding, guys. No, uh... But they buy a house... Beautiful in, home. But they buy a house in Frederick, Colorado. Beautiful house still. That same year, uh, they are blessed with their first baby girl. Bella Marie Watts. Born December 17th, 2013. And I'm sorry. 
I'm going to interject something in here. Having a birthday in any on any day from 1 to 24 or 25 in December is absolutely horrible. Why? Because you know your birthday is going to get sucked up by fucking Christmas. You just know it is because that's the time the family's coming in. And they're like, we're just going to do a double party. What if it's the 1st of December? They're doing it then, too. They're doing it I the first you. weekend of December. But then... I mean, unless they do it for Thanksgiving. But then your birthday that. gets swallowed up by that. Your birthday's getting swallowed up by something. That is true. It's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. That's the only time the family's coming back in. That is the only time. You get a one extra present, by the way. That's it. You don't get much more. Wait, no. You don't see your extended family on Christmas that much. A lot of families do, though. But on Thanksgiving, you see them more. So your birthday would get enveloped with Thanksgiving, then. You have to share it with so, a bunch So, no matter of what, if your birthday fell in December, and they were like, oh, let's just throw it on Christmas. Hey, by the way, here's more. Here's one or two extra gifts. You're not getting much more, man. Like, that's why I, I would hate that. But, mm. and, you know, a couple years later. I really wouldn't like our birthday in June. I do. There's nothing around. I mean, I do only the fact that it's the middle of the year. And it's, it's summer. Crazy. And There's so fun. much to do. But never, ever did we ever get a birthday party for us in our classroom. Mm. No, but that's because our family, all of our families, were poor. So let's get back. Okay, so two years later. They have Celeste Caitlin Watts, Cece. Cece, I like that name. Yeah, so Cece Bell. Bell, Bell takes a lot after her dad. You know, looks kind of like her. Like, kind of like him, sorry. She looks a lot like him, takes after a lot after him a lot. Cece is Shanann to a T. And I mean, all in all, wonderful family. No problems. They loved each other. Mm. Did they? Was a great, uh, good family. Mm. You know, no, no problems. Loved each other. You know, like I said, behind closed doors, no, yeah, there was no problem. Yeah, no, there was no problem because Shannon recorded everything. She was big on Facebook and posting and stuff like that. She posted thousands of videos of them playing together and, you know, just being with each other and loving and hanging out. And there's no, so she never said it to, she never said it to any of her friends at this time. Oh, okay. So it's a loving family. Yeah. Loving family. Mm -hmm. June, but June of 2015, Watts family had been dealing with some financial issues. Mm. 70,000 of them. Oh, here comes the straw that breaks the camel. The two of them had to file for bankruptcy. Oh, both of them. No one well, they're two. married. Well, yeah, they're married, so they had oh. to file for bankruptcy. Okay, so you know, I never had to file for bankruptcy. I... Once you're married, you file at the same time. It's your one. 
you're one person filing for bankruptcy. Mm. And their HOA dues were pretty backed up. I want to say I heard it was like into the hundreds. Mm. Hun- hundreds to no more than a thousand, maybe. Damn. It's a big spectrum, big range, but I mean, it's somewhere in there. It wasn't under a hundred dollars, though. Okay. Like I said, she was big on posting videos, pictures to, on their trip to no- later on. We'll so talk- she could basically be a fucking trender. Uh. An influencer. Not because really. Because of how she much she is on that site. But it wasn't in, she wasn't trying to influence anything. It was her mm. just posting pictures and videos of Facebook, of their life, their daily life. Yeah, a life influencer. I mean, it, but she didn't do it for mainstream. It was no. just for, you know, it she had like her. a couple hundred friends. Yeah. On Facebook, literally. It wasn't on I'm big, not saying, I'm not labeling her like the big corporate. No, uh, but I mean, like she that. wasn't. No, more like. Someone who's out there, but even though you're not really her friend, you you see her, you know. Ish, but ish. I mean, I'm still un. It's still unclear why this took it's, headlines all over the world. Because of that, probably. Then there's no uh, it, there's no evidence of that though. We don't know that you know people were like I I watched her videos all the time on Facebook, and he lives in Egypt. I watched this white lady. All the way from the top of the pyramid. You know, I don't, there's no evidence of that. It's just, mm. it's just a big. I think I have an idea of why I made big headline news, but I'm we'll going to save that for, for later. So, Bell, she recorded a bell. She recorded a little bell singing a song to her dad. It's a lullaby, you're my hero. Like she made it up herself. Don't, don't look into it as a song. It's not a song. She made it up to okay. her dad. Had to stop you because I seen it. I seen you like I don't remember that song. It's not a song. No, I you're like wait, is she singing the song from Spider Man? No, absolutely not. She made this up. It was a song that she sang to her dad. Uh, okay. I had to stop you. I that's where I saw you going. I was like, it's not a real song. Throughout all this, right now she said, right now she feels wholeheartedly that you know chris is her soulmate you know been with her through the sickness with the kids dealing with her stuff. i mean yeah i mean he was he's a great father knight in shining armor i mean why not he's a good guy so far i mean i mean we're, we're pretty much we're talking about a hero right now then comes baby nico june 11th 2018, Shanann surprises Chris as he comes home, and she's wearing a shirt that says, oops, we did it again. And they named their baby boy Nico. Um, he, he asked her, what did the pink mean, and does that mean it's a girl? And she's like, no, that's just the test, just the test. You know, it seemed like he really wanted a girl, or he was afraid it was a girl. Maybe he really. I think he was like, "Damn, I don't want no more girls." <laughs> yeah, it was a super. It was a super sweet video, you know, of her thanking him for being the man that he's become. You know, right. that was that, that was part of that last paragraph where you know she was talking about how he was just her soulmate. This tied into it. I kind of. Wanted to put that up there. I think that's one of those in the outline I fucked up. Can I get a cigarette off you? I'm so sorry to keep asking. 
Yeah. Trust me, I got I got a pack waiting for you in there. Here comes the real straw. Here here it comes. Are you ready, Kevin? Are you sitting down? Oh, I'm sitting down now. Nicole Kissinger. Nicole Kissinger. Yep. That's why I've heard that name before. Uh, yeah, she. Well, we're gonna get into it. Hold, hold on. We'll get into it. There's been just. I'm sorry. This is off the topic, but there's just been a name racking through my fucking brain Maybe for so goddamn long. Maybe it's because that's who I've been talking about all week. <coughs> no. It's been longer than that. And I've just been wondering, where the fuck has Nicole Kissinger been? And at first I thought it was our buddy Kiss, or Kit, uh, from yeah. Mac trailer, the bald head dude that was a cleaner on the uh, tank line. No. But yeah, no, I know it's not him, but... I just went racking my brain as to where the fuck this name is coming from in my brain. And now I remember. Yeah, so she worked in the company with Chris as an environmental personnel. So she would see all the operators on her way on her way to the break room, to the refrigerator and stuff like that. Um, the relationship with Chris started, you know, him going by her office, flirting with her and stuff like that. You know, just... Typical work work wife type talk. You know what I mean? Okay. Which it's normal I have a work wife. You yeah. know. Well I've had one, I've had a work sister. Well and just work friends. Well, okay. in July they consummated that what? relationship. Uh, what? It started, like what? Started to get pretty physical. You know, now they're texting and oh, they're kissing when they can. I'm sure, telling her, you know, he's almost divorced. You know, he pretty much told her, you know, I'm a divorce. You know, I'm a married man with two kids. She knew, she knew he was married. You know, later that month, he'll tell her it's final. Uh, while the girls are on vacation back to North Carolina for six weeks. July 7th, the first phone call was recorded. Uh, July 14th, first date to a car museum. Okay, so you said girls. Where's Nico? He's not born yet. Oh. Wait, did you? Wait, you brought up Nico already. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh. Dude. Follow along, man. Trying to. You know, good God. Welcome to the Stone Zone. Yeah, that's going to have to have a button for that shit. So, the girls, uh, the, the Shanann, Bella, and Cece, okay. unborn Nico. Oh, okay, so he's... He's not born yet. He's not born yet, okay. They go to North Carolina for six weeks. While they're gone, you know... The 7th of July, they, they got their first phone call in together. The 14th, their first date to a car museum. Now we're here, Kevin. Oh. Yeah, July 28th. Some month after our birthday, yeah. They go to the sand dunes, and there's video Ooh, of them. Oh, yeah, the sand dunes. Sand, sandboarding and stuff like that, and 
she sends the she pretty much records this video to him saying how he's such a you know like a great man what a you know like pretty much a smitten video to her or from her to him i'm sorry and he has a video of saying she's super sexy as she's going down the hill yeah uh there's photos there's photos taken i'm so confused yeah they're taking photos of each other they're pretty much spending a lot of time together yeah they're dating each other right now while the girls are gone you know and then all this time shenan's calling texting you know he's not answering the same way he would have he's not you know he's very distant he's very distant He's telling her, you know, it's just been, it was a rough day at work, you know, stuff like that, you know, coming up with excuses on why he's not answering. Um, July 30th, you know, he gives, gives Shanann a love note before joining the girls in North Carolina. Oh, so he travels out. Yeah, he, he leaves, he, he'll go back with them. Uh, so he comes back with them. Comes well, he back goes. To he place. like yeah. Well, he got to date his girlfriend for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I think for like the last two weeks of their six week trip, he meets up with them. So he dated her for four weeks for a full month. Yeah. And then for the last two weeks, he was like, "Listen, I gotta go. I gotta go be with my family now." Toodles, bye. Pretty much, you know, texting her, "I miss you." Text like that. He's not really engaging. He's like going through the motions. Fuck wood. He's going through the motions. Yeah. Um. As a father, July thirtieth, he finally joins the family. You know, like like we just said, tensions between Shanann have been getting steadily worse. While there has always been, while while he's there, you know, he's talking to Nicole. Barely spending time with anyone, just walking, like I said, just going through the motions of marriage and fatherhood. You know, Shanann, they get back that weekend. Ooh. A couple weeks later, on the weekend, Shanann ends up leaving for a two-day weekend trip uh, for her business with Nicole Atkinson. Yeah, this was already planned. I believe. Yeah, they yeah they were gonna come back and go, they but it was Nicole. But it was Shannon was gonna go with this on this trip with her girls. No, it was a business trip. No, oh, the trip. Oh, the to trip to North Carolina. To North Carolina, and then come back and then go, go on to this the trip. business trip. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they leave. Chris gets a babysitter and takes Nicole to dinner. Oh. Um. Old boy fucks up. When it comes time to pay, he forgot all of his other credit cards except for the one card that him and Shanann share. He he brought the one that they it's a linked account share linked account yep. Um, Shanann, you know that there's a she gets a message. From one of the cards was used at this high-end restaurant, and he racked up more than what a person would rack up in a bill for themselves. Like it's pretty obvious he's showing off. 
Yeah, he's being a baller. He's dating somebody right now. Yeah, he's he, he's throwing around That's money. The, he thought he was using that as his, but it's not his. It's theirs. Uh, Shanann then uh, gets home around two thirty. No, August thirteenth, Shanann and the girls go missing. Wait, hold on a sec. How far of a date is this between the two? It's the next morning. Oh, okay, okay. It's that morning. She gets home Sunday morning or Monday morning. Oh, okay. And they go missing. And then the girls go missing. Um, her friend that dropped her off calls the cops, and this is who reports them missing, saying... You know, Shanann is not, uh, you know, I dropped my friend off last night. She called 911. You know, we're at the house. No one's answering. Her car is still here. You know, we're we're knocking and ringing the doorbell because she missed a couple of appointments and she didn't text me when she got up. Right. Um, She's the one that. She, did, she had an appointment at 9 o'clock this morning. This, this is, is new. Isn't this the matron mom? No. What? The, uh, one of her friend, her group of friends. No, it's just, no. Or is it her group of friends in Colorado? It's her friend in Colorado. Okay. Yeah, it's her, one of, she works with her. Okay. They went on this, this was, they went on this business trip for their business. And I had it wrote in here, like Laviel, it's like a supplement company. Hmm. I'll, I'll fix it next time. I'm, or I'm going to come up to it. Um, so, like I said, she calls. She calls the police. You know, they get down there. They're pretty much like, you know, knocking, asking if anybody can hear them. Right. She asks, can we go in? He says, that's not up to me. That's up to Chris. Chris shows up, opens the garage, Goes in, you know, the cop's like, that's her car. She wouldn't use any other. No, it's, no, that's her car. Goes in, uh, the friend's on the phone with her mom. And her mom pretty much says, I give you permission to go in my, in my, my son-in-law's house. In my daughter's house. But Chris lets her in. Yeah. You know, so they're going through the house. Chris finds her phone. You know, oh. here's her phone. This is her lifeline. All right. Walking I mean, around, texting somebody, not really showing any emotions. A little bit of time later, he goes into the bedroom. Like, literally stops texting and goes into the bedroom. Like, beelines it for something. Comes out with her wedding ring. Pretty much to show, hopefully to show, look, she left me. She left her ring. She's not coming back. She she left me. She took the kids. So basically, from one instance to the next, she's gone. Yeah. Disappears. Why the takes the girls, kids, takes drops the, girls, the ring, which leaves her phone for some stupid reason. But let's continue down the path. Let's talk about the fucking ring. I'm pretty sure from an oil rigger, from an oil company worker, 
Man's gotta have enough money to pay for a nice fucking ring. I don't know. It didn't really show the size. It just showed him coming out with it on his pointer finger. Like, Mm. hey, look. Look what I found. She left me. She took the kids. Left all their shit and just say, get in the car. Let's just go get in somebody's car and leave. Right. Because I went to work and she was still here. He told her, he told the cops, you know, she was going to go to a friend's house. We had an emotional conversation last night. She said she went to the friend's house to blow off some steam so the kids can have a play date. Mm. They go next door. Neighbors got cameras. That shows they're pretty much where their front door is. Is this after her? Yeah, this is the time. Uh, this is that after the police are already walking through the house. And no, they like, okay. no the front no they see someone's camera and they're like, oh hey let's. But yeah, this is after they leave the Watts house. After yeah, they with Chris and they're like, oh yeah, your neighbor has a camera, so let's go see it. Let's so go they go it. over. You know, you can see the garage. You can see Chris back up and load something into the truck. He puts a gas can. He tries to put a gas can in there. But it sounds like it looks. It's a it, the way he's acting in the video. It's like there's something there, so he can't put it. He can't put the can there. And it, it's not level enough for. Well, there's, well, there's the something can stay there to where it yeah. won't spill over. Yeah, he's like, it, it's not gonna. It's I can't put this here. Right. So he has to go around the other side of the truck to put it in. To the driver's That's... side. He was at the passenger side coming out from the garage. Mm-hmm. Especially if he just came home and and said he was unloading something or was loading? He was loading up. Oh. He was loading a gas can, but it showed him loading other things. So Chris leaves. Thanks, everybody. You know, the cops, the cop thanks everybody for that. And they, the neighbor stops him and he's like, hey. So is it like the, I'm sorry to interject again. Is it like the mayor thing? Is like, thank you. No. Thank you. They're just thanking everybody. Hey, thanks for your help, man. I'm going to go find my wife. All right. That type of thing, Kevin. Not the mayor. Thank, thank you. God damn it. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for thinking of us. Thank you. Let's move on, thank you. Kevin. Off the rails. <laughs> Off the so, rails. After the cops leave the Watts residence, what happens then? Or they don't even get to leave the Watts residence. They're over at the neighbor's house, dude. Oh. They just watched the video of him. Do you want me to go over the video, Kevin? You remember the video? Okay, good. So he stops the cop. The neighbor does. He's like, hey, dude's not acting right. He doesn't load his truck up from the garage. He always walks it down. He's acting fidgety. It looks like someone trying to cover their tracks. Someone acting as a norm. Yeah. So. Okay. So what is this? So Chris, you know, you know, he goes on to. Chris goes on to different talk shows, morning shows, saying, you know, just. I just want my girls back. If you're out there, please come back. You know, if somebody took them, please bring them back. Can I? <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> he asked me, you know, wow. it's time. You know, it's the, it's the it, you know, 
disappearing children and wife. You're on talk show. You're on the top. No, it's not that. It's just you're on the top of the list. You're the husband. You're on the top of the list. You know, they ask him. They're asking him questions and stuff like that. And it's starting to see that, you know, he doesn't show any emotion for any of this. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't show one ounce of emotion. Uh, you know, they're just talking. And then it ends up being that, you know, the cops like, hey, you're not you're not telling me the truth. Uh, so would you take a polygraph? He's like, yeah. Okay. You go home. Think about, you know, what uh, you're doing. Well, you come on back and we'll have this polygraph. This, the, 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 the detective Why? pretty much knew he was lying. He, I mean, he was like then. right off the bat. He's like, I could tell you're fucking lying to me. So I want to know for sure. Takes the polygraph. Takes another one. Failed them both miserably. Oh my gosh. Miserably. Not even like it could be like any ounce of closeness. Like he absolutely failed this miserably. So he's like, yeah, sure. I'll I'll take the polygraph. Does he sound like confident that he's going to beat it? Mm Mm-hmm. So, here's the story. He, when he first gets called in by this, uh, person who, who gave him, an officer who gave him the, uh, polygraph, I can't remember her, like a CBI for the FBI or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, uh, later, there is a stick. Just hand it to me. And then the, uh, granite, please. So, you know, they come back. She's like, all right, Chris, let's talk. You lied to us so far. Let's let's get the truth out. He's like, that is the truth. You know, they start grilling him. They both know he's lying. So they are trying to get him to crack by any means necessary. Not once does he ask for a lawyer. He could have lawyered up real quick and probably got away with this shit. It's all circumstantial at this point. Right? Um, like, why is it he lawyering up? Uh, he's an idiot. That's... He thinks he's still going to win, and he lost. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a red flag. And I was a cop, I'm like, why isn't he asking for a lawyer? <laughs> no, it's usually if you ask for a lawyer real quick, they're going to subpoena you to talk to him. Because it's like, yeah, you know something, and you don't want to talk about it. He thought he could get away by doing that, and he lost. You know, one of the, the CBI lady throws out, tell us what happened, Chris. You know? Did Shanann hurt those girls? Chicks are crazy, man. Chicks are crazy. You know, did she hurt them girls? And you had to hurt her? Is that what happened, Chris? All caught on video. He starts to kind of break down and then ask for his dad. His dad flew out for all of this. Um, yeah. To help the search. Well, it was course, a big I search. Mean, even um, as a dad, I, you would. I know I would. So, but it's her father-in-law that did this. Oh, so it was his. Dad. It was his dad. He asked to talk to his dad. Oh, well, uh, Chris's dad. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to talk to his dad. I mean, if, but that was his daughter-in-law. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's still Chris that's on trial. It's Chris that's asking for him. Yeah, Chris is asking for him. So yeah, of course you're gonna go out for your kid. Well, yeah. 
you know, because it is his wife. It, so far, he believes they're still, like, abducted or whatever, taken. Right. He had nothing to do with this so far. You're right. So, but he gets in there. He knows. And, you know, when he asks to talk to him, the way he acts when he walks into that, that interrogation room, it's fucking... He knows. He's yeah. like, something bad happened. You know what happened. Just tell me. Just talk. He's like, and then he tells her, he tells him, I'm sorry, I killed Shanann because she she killed the girls. I came in. They were blue. She was, she had them over, strang- strangled over them, and I killed her. His dad's pretty much like, where did you, okay, so what'd you do? He's like, I had to get rid of them. What'd you do? So part of the investigation, they they did they in their digging. They found that, you know, he went to work. You know, there's no evidence of her ever leaving that house, but in his truck. So his truck got pinged by going, you know, by going to the site that he was going out to, and they asked him like, "Hey, where are they at here?" You know, they come back in after his dad leaves because he told his dad. You know, I buried Shanann, and I put the girls in the oil tankers. Hmm. Wait, was it an oil tanker or was it water? It was an oil tanker. Okay. It was oil-water mix. Oh, okay. So, you could imagine what them girls looked like when they had to drain those tanks to get them out. Oh, fuck. They went, to the, they went to the bottom. Oh, well, well, no, because it would have floated, because of the gases. But it's still water and oil. So half of their body, like, whatever half was above oil level, was basically. I mean, it, it's still black because it's oil. oil. It's yeah, it's oil. But you know, his dad, his dad leaves and. They make him t- they make him tell the police, hey, where where are they at? This is you know he point he writes on a map S B C well S he played A-A. guilty <laughs> just S just S because it wasn't <coughs> well, yeah. he wasn't he wasn't really there yet. Okay. I threw that in because of unborn Nico. Well, okay, yeah, S would be where Nico is too. Um, so he pretty much is taken to jail. He pled guilty to manslaughter. Uh, to nine, well, for nine counts of manslaughter for every for all of them. You know, I, it, like it was weird because he said that you know he said she killed them. I, I want to say they told the judge he's lying. You know, he killed them all. He's just not going to say it. And I guess in their, I guess with their laws, they can convict him for all three of them. So he was convicted of the murder of of Shanann, Cece, and Bella. Yeah, because Nico wasn't born yet. Yes. But instead of being charged for just Shanann's. Because he said that she killed the girls. Yeah. So... You know, he's led into the courtroom. First degree murder was read out. He was sentenced to life in prison. Um, family comes up talking about how I her dad came up and talked and said, I trusted you. I trusted you with her, and you failed me. You failed this family. 
It's, you killed my daughter, and I trusted you. I trusted you, Chris. Does her yeah. family think differently? Mm-mm. They think he murdered all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. But not because Shanann murdered no, the children. No, no. They believe that he killed all three of them because they would not, they will not believe that <laughs> he killed them. Her family could not believe that she would ever hurt those girls. Right. But he said he killed Shanann. And that was it. But they knew that he killed all three of them. His mom came up. His dad didn't even speak. His mom came up as mourning grandparents. Talking about the loss of Shanann and the girls. You know, they were like, we're, we're all grieving separately, but we're all grieving the same. And at the end, she just said, I still love you, Chris. I still oh, love you. And he wouldn't. He didn't look at anybody from the time he got in. And his lawyer said, I know his words are hollow. He wished he, could, he hadn't done this. He wished he would have just got a divorce. Yeah. Because... The girlfriend was pulled into the... Well, she went into the uh, she police went department in, she because was... he was texting her that... He was texting her that <laughs> she was missing. And, you know... And she thought it was pretty weird, so she went in and said, Hey, I had nothing to do with this. All right. Uh, he also hmm. sold the house and everything, so that's pretty much another reason why they believe that he did it. Um, but he was sentenced to life in prison hmm. after all this, and the judge said uh, bailiffs of the court and officers please take please escort this gentleman to the count to the prison where he will serve the rest of his life a um, few yeah. years later he came out and confessed to it all saying yeah. that he he killed them all he killed Shanann Bella saw it Said, what's wrong with mommy? What's wrong with mommy? He said she's just not feeling good. Took her down the stairs, threw her in her truck, put the girls in there, and then he took Cece's blanket and smothered her, and then took the blanket and then smothered Bella. Bella. After Bella said, "Is what happened to mommy and Cece?" Feeling bad gonna happen to me. Yeah. And then he did what he did. So that's Chris Watts. One of the straight up monster. Straight yeah. up fucking monster. I hated doing this. I didn't want to do this. Uh, but it was a good it was a good one. It's the first say, one that kinda came to my mind when I was like small one. It's been it's dark. been it's been put away. It was big in its time, but it's been put away. Yeah. Um, something like that. How do you feel? Um, How do you feel? Being a girl dad, this kind of sucks hearing that because I just want to go down to, go over to Wisconsin where he was transferred to and just fucking strangle the shit out of him. Yeah. When did this happen? Uh, he was convicted November 19th, 2018, five years ago. It'll be five years this year. He's still in prison. Mm. Still in prison. Then he was away from Colorado when I was there. Yeah. But, Kevin, what do you think? 
being Same a thing, girl, being a girl dad, and having had, you know, stepdaughters. This one really, <coughs> this really hit home, and. Uh, it was really hard for me to keep my own opinions of this dude. I know. Because I had known about this before you had even brought it up to me. Now, I have forgotten some of the details, but I have heard of this story. And also, you know... It's just hard, you know, and yeah, I really think that the death penalty would be good for him. Yeah, come to be off the face of this earth is the best form. I think they got rid of the death penalty in Colorado by that time. So yeah, yeah, I I still have the death penalty. I, I do believe those that were rightfully convicted of you know, life in prison. I think that should be a death penalty in itself because you're going to die there anyways. On a taxpayer's dollar, hell yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't mean ones that, like, get appeals. Like, like Even no, no possibility of parole. I mean, no possibility you of parole. live off of the taxpayer. I get that, but I'm saying the death penalty should be used for those that are convicted of life in prison without the possibility of parole. That's my opinion. It's like you're going to you... die there anyways. I mean, what's the point of keeping you alive? I think you should be made for entertainment. I mean, <laughs> I'm, just I'm not even apologizing. If you've done something so fucked up to where you need life in prison, or just send gladiator style, or just send them to Australia, I mean... And get probably where the arena is. Get them off our books. Or Salt Lake. Send them to Salt Lake City, Utah. Why? Throw their asses in the fucking Olympics arena. That's All, right. All right, now we're getting into something strange. I think that if I you get go them, but I mean, they're still life in prison with the possibility without end the possibility it quickly. I mean, just end it quickly. Bullets are cheap, and so are blades. I mean, I weapons, get that, but melee weapons. Now you're talking about fucking spending money on fucking vendors and shit like that, because you know people are gonna want to eat. Yeah. So you're now you're spending money on vendors. You're spending money on other stuff. A bullet and a gun is cheap. Once a year, you allow it to be free and watch as so many vicious murderers fight themselves to death. What's not to love? That's all I'm saying. Well, like I said, that's that's that, that's yours. I have mine. And that is Chris Watts. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Like we said, it was a tough episode for us to record. But 
It, a lot of these are. Um, I was gripped. I will uh, record a um, disclaimer. I don't know if I have to for this one. I mean, it's just your standard murder, but I mean, it is pretty rough stuff, but a lot of murder is. So if you're looking into true crime, you know what it is. Mm. This isn't the worst you're going to hear. I will put exclaimers for other ones. This one's cut and dry. Mm. And just wait, because next week we have one of the vicious Bigfoots you'll ever hear of. The Nantinock of Portlock, Alaska. All right. And with that, I'm Adam. I'm Kevin. And this is the Stone Zone. Zone.